It's time for Weekdays with Wilk. Your daily dose of sports and how it affects the state of Utah. Here's your host, Tanner Wilkinson. Hey, welcome on in to Weekdays with Wilk on a Monday. Uh, busy Monday. A lot to talk about NBA-wise, specifically uh, jumping right into the Utah Jazz. Is Donovan okay? Is Mike okay? Are we okay? I think the answer to all three of those is kind of. I'm being a little more positive than I think some other people are. Um, Still no word yet on Mountain Mike, if uh, he's going to make it into the lineup today or not, which I found odd. Uh, Usually they've announced it in the morning. Does that mean it's going to be more of a game time decision on whether or not he's going to go? And so I'm I'm really interested to see what uh, what goes down tonight with the Utah Jazz health wise. Um, I think there's a pretty good chance that Donovan is in a lot of pain, but at the same time, I think he's uh, I don't think he can injure himself any worse than uh, than where his foot is already at. I think once this whole playoff run is over and we realize the kind of pain Donovan went through and played through, uh, I think we're going to be really, really surprised at that. Now, the Clippers found something that might have worked. The whole, you know, doubling Donovan almost every time he got the ball, get the ball out of his hands, especially without Mike. uh, That worked really well. I'm not going to lie, even though Donovan got cooking later, a lot of his shots were just tough, tough shots. And so I think a couple things for the Jazz. You need Mike. You need Mike to be able to get the ball moving around, have another guy that can knock down the open shot, get into the paint. Because I don't know what the Clippers do at that point with, with a healthy Mike Conley. Uh, and so it'll be it'll be interesting to see what the, uh, the ultimate outcome of that is. But I think the other key for the Jazz, they got to defend better. And they've got to defend better when Rudy's not on the floor. And I think Derek has actually not done the worst job in the world inside the paint. I know Ty Lue's mantra was we're going to attack it right at Derek Favors when Rudy's not in the game. But I think uh, I think the Jazz perimeter guys have got to step it up in that moment. Some of these other guys have just not played the best defense or did not play the best defense in the last game. You know, Jordan Clarkson's defense wasn't amazing. Uh, you know, George Niang had a couple really rough minutes there on both ends of the floor. So those guys have got to step it up on the defensive end when Rudy is not in the game. Whoever is out there with Derek Favors has got to be better tonight, at least in my opinion. Uh, and regardless of how the rest of this series goes, a lot of rest for the Phoenix Suns, uh, where they're already wrapped up their series with Denver last night. So they uh, they get a little bit more time to themselves. So uh, really important the Jazz try to take a 3-1 series lead over the Clippers tonight. It's going to be a grind. It's going to be tough. Uh, and especially without Mike Conley, I, I, I am, again, nervous after, uh, after uh, what, what uh, has taken place so far. So... Uh, again, going to be really interesting to see what what ends up going down tonight for the Jazz. We'll talk a little bit more about that uh, playoff wise, so, or uh, in the pick'em rather. We're going to switch gears for a minute before we talk about yesterday's game. I want to talk a little bit about Le'Veon Bell making a comment that 
he did not like playing for Kansas City Chiefs head coach Andy Reid. Loved playing for the Chiefs. Loved playing for his teammates. Did not like Andy Reid. And, you know, Tyron Matthew ends up calling him out later. Honey Badger is one of my all-time favorite, not just college football players, but NFL guys. When he was on the Cardinals, one of my all-time favorite guys when he when he was spending that time with with Arizona Arizona took a chance on him and he really really you know outperformed himself uh well with the Cardinals and it's led to a really good career for him including winning a Super Bowl with Kansas City and I agree with what he said you know Le'Veon Bell had it all in Pittsburgh top dog wanted to hold out and get more money didn't really work out in the end for him and uh, kind of makes you wonder why. Um, it's it's just you see this so much where guys are unwilling to take responsibility for their own downfall, and we see this. I say we see this more in the NFL than we do with the NBA. A guy will blame a coach, you know, teammates, offensive lineman, quarterback. I think we see this all over the place, and. Uh, that's really, really unfortunate to see a guy with that much talent in Le'Veon Bell just let it all go to his head. We've seen almost the same thing with Antonio Brown, except Brown's willing to accept any role, and I don't think Le'Veon is. So uh, everyone knows how much Andy Reid's meant to so many different players throughout his their careers. Odds are kind of stacked against you there, Le'Veon. Uh, yeah, just interesting that... Uh, those comments were made, and I love that uh, Tyron Matthew came to to Andy Reid's uh, help there. Back to the NBA, I uh, just wanted to do a, get that out of the way. Uh, Milwaukee evens the series. Kyrie Irving gets injured. Not looking good for Brooklyn. Kevin Durant can't do it all by himself. It'd be one thing if the Nets still had Spencer Dinwiddie, but having him, Harden, and Kyrie out, it kind of puts a lot onto Kevin Durant means you're going to see more Mike James, Tyler Johnson. Joe Harris is going to have to really step up. Uh, not the best situation if you're the Brooklyn Nets being down uh, with those guys. And Milwaukee's got some momentum going right now. The Bucks have played really good defense for two games in a row. Uh, that'll be really, really interesting, that game five. I'm really looking forward to that. Because without Kyrie Irving, I still think the Nets could maybe get away with this series momentum has completely completely shift to the Milwaukee Bucks the game is in Brooklyn we'll see what kind of crowd shows up there tomorrow night but uh devastating to Kyrie Irving I really don't see Kyrie coming back in this series based on that sprain yesterday that was bad if you haven't seen the video yet man that was just brutal I mean this injury has literally turned the entire NBA playoffs upside down I think Brooklyn was definitely kind of the favorite, especially the way they walloped Milwaukee in the first two games. Had a really, really randomly off game three, and then Kyrie gets hurt, and it's it's just not not a good situation for Brooklyn. Uh, be interesting. I think that would almost make Milwaukee favorites to come out of these, depending on uh, Philadelphia is able to take care of Atlanta a little bit more tonight. Um, but Denver getting eliminated. I don't even want to get going about Jokic's flagrant foul that was garbage that was terrible 
when are we going to start holding officials accountable for some of these awful calls, even with replay? I mean, what's the point of even having replay if you're not going to get it right? And the worst part about all this is on the broadcasts, Steve Javi or whatever you know official that's deemed an, an expert comes on the broadcast and says, oh, they 100% got it right. Do they ever say otherwise in, in any sport when they have these so-called experts, Mike Pereira, Gene Steratore, whoever it is they have come on, say, what, what would you have made the call? Oh, they made the right call, especially Javi. I mean, and that guy was a terrible official when he was in the NBA. Why does he still have to be around the game? You've already ruined enough games. You don't have to ruin games with with your you know sucking up to your colleagues. If you can't tell, I do not like uh, like Steve Javi. There's a saying I have that's really helped me calm down in sports. No such thing as a good ref. And I'm not trying to dog him or you know throw any major shade. It's just a fact. They're human. There's no such thing as a perfect ball player, but there's no such thing as a good ref. So, so many times we see players complaining, and it's it's this vicious cycle that continues, right? Because, you know, whether, you know, the chicken or the egg came, it's first, it's the same with this officiating. Whether the complaining started before the poor officiating, it doesn't matter. What matters is, Players are complaining a ton, and it's gotten slightly better, and officials are continuing to make terrible, terrible calls. No consistency. And it's a problem, not just in the NBA, but in basketball. Across the entire game of basketball, it's a problem. And I don't know what to do to fix it, because it just becomes even more and more of a circle, a vicious circle. Jokic shouldn't have got kicked out last night. I don't think it mattered too much. Phoenix was going to win this series anyway, even if they ended up losing last night. Uh, and good effort by Denver. You know, I think this would have been a really interesting series with Jamal Murray. These two teams would have made it really, really fun. Uh, so Phoenix gets some time off. And uh, we'll see how, how that affects them heading into the Western Conference Finals. First time the Suns have been to the Conference Finals since 2010. That's also the last time they even made the playoffs. So it's either been Conference Final or bust for Phoenix uh, for the last decade. So interesting uh, interesting there. And I've got some buddies that are Suns fans. Good dudes. They're idiot fan bases in uh, every, every city. So uh, for, to my Suns fan friends out there, if you happen to be listening to this, congrats to you guys. Uh, I just won't be rooting for them in the next round if they play the Jazz. I will be rooting for them if they play the Clippers, most likely. But uh, anyway, uh, good for Phoenix. Uh, let's get to your games tonight. Jazz Clippers. I just kind of have a bad feeling again about tonight, similar to what I had on Saturday. Uh, I do believe that the Clippers tie the series up tonight, uh, especially if Mike does not play tonight. Um, I really, really think that... The Clippers are going to wind up getting getting the win in, even in the series head back to Salt Lake. It's not like the Clippers are bad, and they figure something out. It'll be interesting to see what Quinn Snyder adjusts to, but I am going to take the Clippers tonight. I think Atlanta wins at home against Philadelphia, evens this series up. Uh, Sixers are just – I don't think they're consistent enough. They're very good and talented. I just don't know how consistent they really, really are. Uh, but I do think Atlanta ties the series up at two games apiece tonight, which will be interesting uh, – heading into the Brooklyn and Milwaukee game uh, that'll go on tomorrow. So 
That's going to do it for Weekdays with Wilco. Appreciate you tuning in as always. Tune in through Spotify, Apple Music, and iTunes, or you can just go direct through uh, our good friends at Anchor. We appreciate them for hosting this show. As always, don't forget to love one another. Be good to someone today.